Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This week, we're going to kick off Travel Week where I talk about a lot of lessons that I learned while traveling. And, you know, I've learned so many lessons through traveling, either personally or through work. And hopefully if you have traveled or get the chance to travel, you will have a similar or have had a similar experience. Before we get started with today's episode, which is going to deal with a trip and a moment that I had when I was in Seoul, uh, Korea, I just wanted to share that we'll be kicking off uh, a new podcast at the end of my year commitment called Diversity Bites. Um, one exciting detail, uh, besides it being a daily podcast, it's going to be a daily video podcast. So you may be thinking, Joe, you're, you're what are you doing, right? Come on, you don't have time to record a video every day. I mean, just doing a podcast is as you know is difficult enough. Well, um, for you, I've tried to figure out a way to work it into my workflow, so I'm definitely going to be able to do it commit to it. And just like this audio podcast, which I've done consistently for the year, I'm going to do commit to a year of daily video podcasts on Diversity Bites. So more to come out about that um, over the next couple weeks. Really sincerely hope you will join us and get a benefit out of that. So on to our episode. Um, Seoul, Korea, uh, wonderful city. Hope you get the chance to go there. They hosted the Olympics. It's the capital of South Korea. I went there for a year between uh, undergrad after graduating from UVA and law school before entering Georgetown University Law Center, I deferred for a year. So I had a free year where I could do whatever I want. And what I decided to do was spend that year kind of reconnecting to, you know, the country of my parents, um, learning Korean, learning more about the culture. It's very difficult to do um, when you're not immersed in an environment where everyone's speaking the language. And I had tried in fits and starts to do it in the past and it just never really caught and I thought if there's any way I'm going to get better at speaking the you know my parents native language I got to go to Korea and the summer was really great because a lot of my um friends from college had also decided um before they started working or went to grad school to spend the summer in Korea not the whole year but I got to hang out uh with a lot of my UVA uh friends and and maybe other people who were friends of those friends we were all in Seoul Korea that summer hanging out having a great time and then you know pretty much all of them went back to the states and started their next thing but I stayed uh for the rest of the year before I came back and started at Georgetown and there was this moment um this was kind of after the summer and I don't know how many months I was there maybe 4 or 5 6 months and I'm sitting at a bus stop and I'm just kind of looking around and I'm just kind of thinking I'm by myself. I was by myself yeah, a lot when I was there, right? Because, um, you know, all my friends had left and, you know, I had made some new friends. But generally our lives weren't as intertwined as like, let's say, when I was in college, right? Because everyone was kind of off doing their own thing. And I remember looking around and seeing all the other people on the street and in the city. It was a busy area of the city. I was waiting for the bus, I think, to go home. I was I'm staying with my uncle. Uh, for part of that trip. And I remember thinking, wait, all of these people look like me. And it just kind of hit me like a lightning bolt that this was the first time in my entire life that I had been 
in a space like a large space like a country not like a church or you know a smaller space but like a large space like the whole country where everybody looked like me i was the majority and not the minority and it was really kind of a striking revelation or experience now the irony of it is you know i wasn't truly a majority because anyone from korea who you know looked at me would you know realize immediately that i wasn't from korea i was probably from america but that's a, another issue entirely but just from a very superficial you know level um of looks right you know um i was sort of one with the majority and just that feeling that like hey i don't feel like i stick out in a in a weird sort of way or wonder what people will think of me when they see me and it was going to say a liberating experience cuz uh, it was just more um kind of a revelatory experience that i had been living in a certain environment in a certain way with a certain expectation and uh for a short time um you know that was no longer a factor now don't get me wrong for various other reasons i would never want to live in south korea full time it it doesn't agree with me in that way i mean i just love um the life that i have and have built with my family in america and plan to retire here and and be here for the rest of uh, my years not even retire anywhere else but it was very striking to me that that difference and it often got me thinking too about uh maybe people of color who grew up in america versus people of color who may have grown up in a different country where they were the majority and kind of the difference in their personality and the perception not in the way they're treated by other people when they're in America but just kind of the way that they identify because they didn't grow up in a country where they were the minority they grew up in a country where it was their country right they were just the majority and just to understand that people are going to have different perspectives and just because they look a certain way doesn't mean that you can assume the per- perspective they have because a lot of it has to do with where they grew up and how they grew up and that was something that um really kind of mind blowing that i learned from from the travel and i i try to remember that from time to time so what i'd love for you to do today is if you're the type of person who um doesn't really know how it feels to uh you know feel uncomfortable and just be one of a kind there um i would you know highly recommend for you uh in a way that you know is is safe and and fine and comfortable for you to start to kind of get that feeling right like how does it feel right to be the only one of the type in the room or in the minority is there a sort of an area of your town or like a church or an activity where you're really not going to be in the majority you're the going to be the one who sticks out and you know if you're in that experience right and see how it feels see how people react to you see how people treat you um see how that goes it's not going to be a perfect comparison but just to get that feeling of difference and what it's like because i kind of had the reverse i never had the feeling where i just felt like yeah this is you know totally i'm in the majority now one last little wrinkle i have friends who you know are also asian or korean who growing up they never well at least they say they never really felt that way like they always just felt like a person right and you can have that experience as well so there's a difference between how other people treat you and how you feel yourself and those two intersect 
um, but they're definitely, you know, not the same exact thing. So uh, thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. My name is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters. If you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode, brought to you by our sponsors. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I often get asked, why did you create the Thrive Guide for High Potential Underrepresented Professionals? It all started out with one unanswered question. How do you thrive in environments where your advancement is still considered an anomaly? I know far too many talented, ambitious, and devoted professionals whose efforts to climb the corporate ladder were met with resistance, broken promises, and sometimes outright sabotage. As I looked for guidance to meet this challenge, there wasn't much out there other than the generic, you have to be better and work harder than everyone else. While I see some wisdom in this, it ignores the damage that this double standard wreaks on your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. It also doesn't provide any specific strategies on how to handle the daily challenges, such as microaggressions, that create extra drag on your performance. I began to explore this for myself when a few pages of notes turned into 33 lessons, 2.5 hours, and a lot of video editing. The final result was the Thrive Guide with its seven strategies to thrive. Each strategy is designed to address challenges that are rooted in societal, institutional, and personal expectations for groups that have not been, and largely still are not, prevalent in leadership positions. If you refuse to have artificial limits placed on your advancement, but continue to be met with resistance, then this Thrive Guide is for you. Available now on udemy.com. Let's get thriving. Welcome to Executive Presence Morsels. This is Joe Kwan, your host, the Connection Counselor. And this is Travel Week. So happy Tuesday. Today we're going to talk about um, some lessons that I learned on a trip to London. And it's funny, this story keeps popping up more recently. Um, just the other week I gave a presentation to some high schoolers at Fort Lee High School. And this actually ended up making its way into the presentation. So I was in London on one of my very first business trips for my new boss and it couldn't have started off worse because in the morning the first day of full work after we had arrived thanks for listening can't wait to be with you again join us next time for another tasty executive presence morsel